Hi everyone, thanks for coming back. Sorry about the delay, I got COVID, but I'm back on track now. Let's run the intro. Hello, welcome to Melbourne Bloom Project, a podcast designed to build a community of balloon artists and business owners. A podcast to help grow your business, have a laugh, and hopefully raise some money for a good cause. Do I have all the answers? No, but I'll scour the bloom world and interview as many of you lovely bloom people as possible to try and find some. My name's Dan, thanks for joining me. Let's get into it. Okay, so today is our first interview, I hope the first of many. I want to say a massive thank you to SB from Bloons by SB in New York. She's the first guest. I can't thank her enough for coming on. So this interview is going to take place across two episodes, so it's a two-part interview. The first interview we did, I actually didn't record the audio properly, so we had to get together again to re-record part one. So if we're referencing the fact that we're kind of pretending we've had this discussion for the first time, that's why we're actually covering some of the topics again. So a few early teething problems, but hopefully that is a lesson learned and that'll only happen once. So I want to say thanks again to SP for coming on twice. It means a huge amount. Thank you very much. You will join us. We were having a little conversation at the start about foils. I thought it was pretty funny. So we'll lead from there. I hope you enjoy. I always order three sets of letters because those letter for you yeah. letters are so unpredictable. And um, because I have I had three different E's placement. I bought like six E's. Every last one popped. Every last one of my eyes popped. I if you can really if only a balloon eye would probably notice that the L was the F that I had to flip in the middle. <laughs> it was just like, and I'm like, this will be happening at the worst, the biggest job we have. <laughs> like it was to the point where the I I had to come rummage through my su- supplies and find a letter I because that one just would not come back. I even tried to patch up the holes. Three of the letters was defective. It was just <laughs> I agree. I hate them foil letters. I hate working them. Foil letters. Oh my god! Or they tear a rip, and you have to buy. Like you said, I do need to have about eighteen of every letter because they're just yeah. Yeah, and that's why you have to like charge like thirty five, forty dollars a letter because you have to at least have four on the end of each letter that you need. So Uh, I remember doing jobs in the early days, and it would be. I try. I I could only afford to buy one, so you'd have right. one, and it would be before. And I've been chasing around shops trying to find another one. But the only good thing is that um you can find a lot of the like a lot of the numbers and some of the foil designs in local like convenience stores, yeah. but they don't typically have the letters. Like you can probably find numbers, but the letters are always touch and go. So yeah. Whew. Hello. hello everyone thanks for having me i'm so excited again um we are gonna act like this is the first time and i'm just gonna spill all of the information that i need to provide for you guys and just to let you know a little bit about me and what we do in brooklyn <laughs> nice brilliant well we'll get straight into it and as you say um we will act as if this never happened before and everything is <laughs> a big surprise. Yes, we will. All right. So you started out in 2015. Do you want to tell yes. us how that came about? Yes, for sure. 
So I started out in 2015 um, after being unemployed for some time. And just um, my bit when, when I went to school, my college degree was in business management and with a minor in entrepreneurship. So I knew that I wanted to do a business um, of my own and build a business. And I'm a, such a creative person that I knew it would be around something creative. Um, my main goal was to franchise and grow my mom's business. She bakes cake. She bakes cakes. She's been doing it for some time now. When I went to when I went away to college, that probably was like her fifth or sixth year in business. So she's like probably under 20 years now she's been doing this. So I was planning to come home, expand the business. And she was like, no, completely not. Um, she was completely comfortable with home home based business. And I had to respect it. So I went into the work field. I worked for um, the United States Postal Service was the job that the last job that I had. And um, I left with really no plan. Just I knew that I wanted to get into something creative and the way the world works. I was able to intern with a, a event planner and I worked with the event planner for a couple of weekends, just helping her with her setups and breakdowns of the events. And that trickled into her needing a balloon artist um, after having a couple of rough jobs with the current balloon artist that she was using. And at this time, balloons were making a boom on the event planning scene. Balloons have always been around for years and years. But I feel like around that time was when balloon decor made a boom into the industry. So I was able to ride that wave in and I got a lot of um, jobs with the event planner. She would challenge me and give me different tasks every weekend. And it just grew my knowledge. I went on, <laughs> learned a lot of what I know from my beginning years from YouTube, watching other artists and from other countries. I watched plenty of videos where I didn't even understand the language, but I was able to follow along. So I learned um, a lot of twisting techniques. I learned a lot of traditional balloon designs, um, columns. And then I went on to actually get some formal training. I worked with a balloon artist. Well, she was an event planner, an event decorator that had been in the industry for years. And she was offering classes that I found through meeting people at having a party balloons that is located in Brooklyn, New York. And I met a lot of interesting people there, a lot of balloon professionals that were able to help me through my journey of becoming a balloon artist. And I give them the most thanks because they weren't stingy with their information. Like they were very given and forward and helped me gravitate through going my business. And after working with that event planner, I got introduced to many other event planners and I did a lot of research and I started to contact event planners that I wanted to work with, that I desired to work with. And some things grew from that. It's, it's not always a hit when you do cold calls or just sending out emails, but it's always a good way to get your name out there. So I was able to get my name out there. And even if I didn't work with all of those planners at once, I was able to work with them over time. And yeah, I worked with one of few event planners that do really large events. 
Um, I got my first celebrity client working with Event Planner Style Your Party. We did Joe Button and Sin Santana's um, baby shower. And that was like one of my fastest growing Instagram posts. Like, so I was able to work with them. And then we got put on this blog site um, called The Shade Room. And that directed a lot of following to my page. But as we spoke before, that was when Instagram was a little easier to grow your following, a little easier for your content to get viewed. So we were in the the early the early stages of Instagram where it really worked for entrepreneurs. And um I was able to get a lot of growth from that. And not only just growth, but clients. I was able to get a lot of jobs from that as well. And we went on to not only do the baby shower, but the first birthday, second birthday, third birthday. So I always, you know, got that following from that, those events. And throughout it, we did, uh, I've done different uh, events that have helped grow my business. Word of mouth probably is the best for my business. And then second, I would say with me moving into the corporate sector right now, I see that my website has helped grow my business as well. So basically that's where we are now. I have a team and it's not just me anymore. <laughs> I have a great team and we have been moving into corporate jobs and that's been really fun and really different from the standard, you know, baby shower, personal event. And I really like that where in that space because it's just easier. I feel we spoke about this before, like corporate, they want really traditional designs. They want really easy go-to things. So that has been really fun and um, helping us get back to, you know, the old traditional designs, which are not, you know, they're not technically old, but they're not the trendy designs. But I personally love traditional balloon work. Yeah, we love a corporate client. We know they're not going to change their colors a week out because the logo is not going to change. Because yeah. <laughs> it's usually just the logo colors. So you can, as soon as they contact you, you could already know what to get together. Because like you said, unless they're going with a themed event, it's pretty much going to be the same every time. Yep. So you've got a team. How long into the journey did you get a team? And secondly, when was the first time you had to let a team member go off on their own and do a display without you? And how did that feel? Okay. Yeah. So the first I can say I got Dawn will probably be my longest uh, employee. She has been with me since I would say 2017. So I would say two years into business, I started to realize. And before that, I definitely had a, not a team that gets paid all the time, but my family and friends have been super supportive and helping me with larger events. And um, even the baby shower that I just mentioned, my it was my best friend, my two best friends, my sister, and those were my team at that time. So I definitely had a lot of support and people that jumped in and helped. But over time, I realized that, you know, you can't push your, your dreams onto your people that are around you they can support when needed but um I choose I chose to be in the balloon business so so I um 2017 was the first employee I got 
I um, did have other employees, but one of my first employees, she left because she was with child. She was pregnant. And um, she when she took her break to like, you know, tend to her child and um, she just, you know, was comfortable at home. <laughs> so and then moving on, I would say last year to this year has well, last year will be where I got the remainder of my teammate members. Um, Tahani and Anthony were the last two to join. Monique is someone that was hired before them as well, and she does more administrative work. She helps me with emails and invoices and more of the back of the house designs um, and planning. And Tahani, Anthony, and Dawn are more on-site workers. They um, help me with large installs or just the typical weekend installations. Um, so the first time that I had to send them on a job alone was actually last year. And it was very nerve wracking. <laughs> I planned an event and I was I had a trip planned already and I was at an expo and I met a client that was very eager to book with us. And I, you know, I loved her energy. I loved the, the information she provided. So I didn't see that it would be feasible to just let the job go because so I decided to take on the job and the, um, I prepped most of the work and Tahani, Anthony and Dawn was able to go do the job by themselves. And it went really well. Like they definitely exceeded my expectations. And before that, they did an arch. But like I said, I prep a lot of my work. So I prepped most of the, the balloons and the the details. So they just literally had to put it together. But this job was a little larger. So I wasn't able to do everything. So a lot of the things they still had to provide. And it went well. And they even had not the best um client like the client wasn't the best <laughs> and they were very professional they held it together and then later they called me like oh my god she was driving us crazy <laughs> but nonetheless they were able to get the job done and I don't think that I was too crazy with calling them <laughs> I probably called like twice um just to make sure everything was going good and then they called me when they were wrapping up and yeah, that was the first, and we've done probably three other events where I wasn't present, and they've been really good. I think that um, we did take some time in the beginning of hiring. I did like a group training session where we did just simple, um, like not simple designs, like we did a balloon wall, we did columns, we did like most of the everyday or most requested designs I taught them um in a class outside of like just a traditional training session with um just the team so that was good for them to just understand my aesthetics and just the things that I look for in a finished design and what my clients book for so I feel like with that training they were able to understand what's acts of them and they did amazing so I'm definitely grateful for them and just the team that I have around me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it sounds like you kind of you took the plunge out of and out of necessity, but you would have been comfortable doing it earlier, maybe. I think in hindsight, you just have to, I guess, go for yeah. it. Yeah. 
and that's what I'm learning. Like it's is you can definitely do a lot by yourself, but the real success happens when you realize and you bring in more successful people or more trained and educated people. This it just helps the business grow. You can't do but so much alone. You do need community. So um, I'm happy to have mine. <laughs> uh, that's good advice. Good advice. I, yeah. yeah, I probably should have done that sooner. Uh, not that I ever did it. I probably lent on my partner too much and yeah, taking up our weekends as well. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we get used to it and it is when, when it's something that you really like to do, it doesn't make those weekends that you can't, you know, just go out and party when you're like stuck blowing up balloons. It doesn't make it that bad when you actually like what you're doing but over time years and you will you know you just want to live life as well as doing balloons so it is needed and I know I I, I foresee this summer <laughs> that um, I'll probably be absent from a few other events because <laughs> I'm just a space where you know I, business is definitely important because I can't do any of the fun things without money coming in. But I am realizing that I spent a lot of my years in my business just catering to my business and I kind of forgot about me. So, yeah. Yes, but, that resonates a lot. I agree 100%. I did that myself. So um, maybe we can dig a little bit on that later. Um, yeah. but I did want to go back to because it was funny the first time we covered it. Yeah, but it will be again. Your first display. So you were working for that event planner. Yes. What was it? Yes. How did it go? How good or bad did it look? <laughs> I definitely remember. I told you before, like I cringe now when I look at the pictures, but um, I still love it because it shows how much I've grown. My first design, it was a frozen theme party. And I just had two balloon columns or balloon towers, whichever you call. And um, it was a simple design, but I now look at it and I'm like, was this spiral? Was this organic? <laughs> was this scattered? <laughs> I don't know what the pattern was supposed to be, but um, the clients were happy and I still got paid, but I do cringe a little bit. Like <laughs> the yeah. size wasn't bad I can say my sizing wasn't bad it was just the color technique I don't know what it was <laughs> it was just a little bit all over the place but I definitely look back and I try to post like old videos and old work just to show like everybody doesn't start off perfect you don't start off perfect you start somewhere and you grow to you know perfect everything you do but <laughs> Yeah, I don't even think it, the topper was like a 36. I think I did a 11 inch balloons with like a 16 inch topper. Like it was just like, it was just wouldn't pass as uh, balloons by SB qualifications now, but it was good then. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Mine, mine was similar, as we said. Like I, I should probably track down the person I did them for and give them their money back. <laughs> Yeah, it was definitely like, oh, what is that? But uh, you got to start somewhere, right? <laughs> as long as they were happy, that's the main thing. Yeah. Right, right. The client loved it. They wouldn't have known, known different. 
is there anything you wish you knew when you started out that you know now would you do anything differently or are you happy with how it all went um one of the things I would do differently is like we said just getting a team earlier on I feel like I definitely could have benefited from that and I'm sure I would have grown um faster at that time or just kept up with everything um I'm pretty much content with how things went I know there were a lot of things that you know could be different but I really appreciate my journey because it it keeps me humble keeps me grounded it, and it keeps me um driven you know if I succeeded with everything that I wanted in the first couple of years then it's like what do you you know your goals do change as you grow you do want more and you want different things but I'm super grateful. Even when I told you, like, I had to pivot my business and business still hasn't been like it was when I first started. But even with this break or with these times of slow movement, it gives me ways, different ways to be creative, different things to do and different ways to like, you know, find the love for this again. So I definitely, and that's what I've been thinking about now, like going back and just looking at things that I used to do and seeing how I can, you know, do them again now. So I wouldn't, I don't think I would change a lot, but I definitely would have put more emphasis on finding a team, even though that has probably been the hardest thing with this whole journey is just finding a good team, a good solid team of people that actually want to be here for my business or for this business and to see it grow and not just be here to learn to, you know, do their own thing. Cause I think that um, we're at a place right now where entrepreneurship is like trendy and it is like cool <laughs> when people don't understand that I would trade places some days with a nine to five worker at the drop of a hat, <laughs> but is is you know, that's just the job or the, you know, the life we've chose. But I do appreciate my journey. There isn't many things I would change. Um, I, Like I said, just saving, probably saving more money and just investing in smarter ways. Um, I know that with me, I did buy a lot. I did buy a lot. Like, and that's something that I'm realizing like this year, I've been like just going through my inventory and just working with what I have instead of just being so fast to just buy the new thing and just, you know, so that is another thing, like just not buying so much and <laughs> just utilizing my inventory a little bit better and just organizing the way I have my things organized now is definitely way different than I did years before. And that has helped me see everything, know where everything is and know what I have. So I'm not overspending. So those will be probably the main things like get a team earlier and just, you know, find people that can definitely work with me and not buying so much and not trying to, you know, follow every trend and knowing what's for me. And yeah, just utilizing my inventory because it's even when I did that princess thing, I I mean, did the Disney event this um last week, 
I'm looking like, wow, I had so many Disney princess balloons that I, I totally forgot about because I don't shuffle through my inventory as much. So yeah, those are probably the main things that I would say. And I'm probably missing something, but off the top, those are the, yeah. No, that's good. So you referenced um, the slowdown at the moment. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm not trading in balloons, but I have another little business and I've noticed that it's slowed down like tremendously, almost to a to a stop. Yeah. Um, is there anything you're trying differently at the moment to get things moving? Um, What's your observations? I have definitely been. Um, I thought about this in the winter months, and uh, it wasn't feasible because of the weather. But right now, I usually cold call or just reach out to event planners. And at the moment, because I'm so interested in corporate, I have been thinking about just dropping off balloons at different locations or different uh, spaces where I would wanna work with the companies and just introducing myself to management and you know seeing ways that we can possibly work together. So uh, a way it's cold calling, but it's just like showing up like, hi, not a big installation or a big old garland or anything, but I have some logos made and I'm thinking about, you know, just seeing how it will, people will react like kids stores or kids clothing stores or kids toy stores, just local businesses who I probably don't know who I am and get to know just some local business owners and seeing how that can help with um business as you know the seasons change people do more outdoors so you know just introducing myself to local businesses and that's one thing that I've been doing and also like going to business meetings and brunches and just networking a lot more as businesses you know, get back to the swing of things and people are more outside. I feel like it's easier to just speak to people face to face. And I'm not the most um, outgoing person in that sense. So this is a push for me personally as well, just to like try not to be as shy and just more forthcoming with who I am because I think my business is pretty dope. So <laughs> I think if you need balloons or if it's any way that we can come together, you, you know, it would probably be the best to just, you know, reach out, show them some things and see how it goes. That's a really good idea. And um surprised to hear you say you're a bit, like, you can be shy because you come across the opposite. Um, yeah, I love that me. people think that, but <laughs> I, um, no, I'm I'm very like shy. And if I come up to you and talk to you, it probably took me like five minutes to actually do it. But <laughs> I have been in a space of like pushing myself to just be a little more outgoing and be a little more forthcoming with who I am, and you know, being proud of what I've I've put together for this for these years, and just you know having the confidence to move in spaces with the people that I would love to work with. And um, at the beginning of this year, I, I reached out to uh, Infuse Ice Cream Parlor Tipsy Scoop. That was one of the first things I did that was like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> and I literally just found her information on LinkedIn. 
sent her email. She's another woman owned business. And, you know, I love with that. And I love with how much I personally enjoy the experience of Tipsy Scoop and how much I enjoy their product. And that it's been really great. Like we haven't, um, I haven't sold much balloons from that, but we've always been in contact. I did my birthday there this this um past weekend and they gave us a discount. They were so nice and it's just, you know, personable because they already know my business and we have been planning like they're like super like let's get together, let's do something. Like we want to promote you more. We want to, you know, get people to buy your stuff more. So that's definitely a partnership that's been really good and I'm I'm still, even though, like I said, hasn't been profitable, I'm still happy that I've done it and I've put myself out there and was able to connect with another business from, you know, just putting myself out there, just being a little bit more outgoing. So, yeah. Yeah, I would emphasize that message to people that I'm pretty sure as well, but nonetheless, the two of us are here doing this. And we're going to put it out there. Like, I know there's lots of business owners that be listening to this that feel they're probably just as shy, if not more shy than us. And just, just give yourself a pat on the back, first of all, for putting your name out there. Be willing right. to and do stuff. And secondly, like, all the social media stuff, I know it can be difficult, but I just scrolled through my phone the other day and had a look back at what I'd done. I was trying to delete space on my phone because it's getting full. And I went through mm-hmm. and I saw all these displays and I was like, bloody hell, I forgot about that one. And this right. one's this right. was good. And it's like, actually, I should give myself a pat on the back more often. Right. It may not right. Be where the end goal was, but we have done well, you know. Got somewhere, right. And that's what I I know personally, I'm like always like, what's next? What's what's next? What's next? Where I don't really stop and just be like, wow, look at this. Like, look at how far you've come. So, yeah, I feel like conversations like this always, you know, give you a little bit more of a, you know, idea to just look back at what you've done and, you know. Yeah, because I, when I look at your page, I'm like, I see this successful woman who set something up in a really competitive big city like New York. And I'm like, wow. Um, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but and I know there's tough days, but. From my perspective, it looks like, wow, so yeah, you should pat yourself on the back regardless of how you feel on any given day, you know? Right, yeah. And sometimes you, that's all it takes is just to look back and just sometimes, like, when I'm in those moments of, like, ah, I don't have nothing this weekend, you know, what's what am I going to do? And I just have to, like, just sometimes, like I said, I'll go back on my Snapchat and just look at old installations and be like, wow, like, I have really built this from the ground up. And that's enough to be proud of. Like, every day is not going to be a super success. And that's business. That's what I'm realizing, even as an entrepreneur in any field. You have your good days, you have your bad days, you have your up days, you have your down days, and you just have to keep trucking forward and just believe that it will all work out in the end. All right, I hope you enjoyed part one, part two to come next week. If you want to show SB some love for being brave and being the first guest still on, she's on Bloons by SB on Instagram. She's really approachable, so yeah, share her some love and say thanks to her. If you want to get in touch with me, Melbourne Bloom Project on Instagram. Yeah, 
I'll leave it there and I will see you next week for part two. See you guys. Thanks again.